Welcome to the Spa Hive. I'm Julie Pinky, your host for today's show. In the Spa Hive, we are dishing up killer industry buzz, tactical business insights, and grassroots inspiration. I promise our conversations will always be real, raw, honest, and sometimes messy with experts from across the globe meant to show you how to find your own joy, your own divine purpose, and the power of your spirit animal. In the Spa Hive, I can help you have it all, the business and life of your dreams. Join me on this wild ride. Welcome. I'm so excited today to be sitting with Jay Marie. You're going to love hearing about all the little bits of tips and resources and wisdoms that Jay Marie, the massage therapist, this continues our theme talking about massage therapists and two massage therapists solo practitioners, as well as the spa owners and spa directors that manage our massage therapists. And I think this has been a really great tips and resource series about motivating, inspiring, and helping our massage therapists as a team grow within our businesses and massage therapists that have solo practices Also helping our massage therapists that have solo practices grow their businesses the way that they want to grow them that fits their lifestyle. So Jay Marie, welcome to the Spa Hive podcast today. Give us a little background about you, how you got started in the industry, why you're so passionate about what you do and how you help people. Thank you, Julie. I am so excited to talk about our industry today. I feel like our industry is so amazing and I'm so passionate about it. So I've been a massage therapist for over 10 years now, and I've been in spa management for over seven. I love it. A little bit more about myself. I'm also a massage therapist instructor occasionally, but right now my current focus is coaching other massage therapists to move into leadership roles, or if you're already in that spa leadership role and you want to motivate and inspire your team to be better and kind of work consistently and as a whole and as an amazing team. I'm always super excited when the clinic or spa or resort has that amazing rhythm where people are checking in and checking out and feeling so much better. That's a little bit about me and what I'm focusing on now. I love it. And tell me, how long have you been a massage therapist? Over 10 years now, I was actually, or I have been a massage therapist since before there was like a consistent certification in California. So before there was the TMTC was the massage therapy council. We had to pay each city we did massage in and follow whatever rules we needed to follow for their specific licensing. So I think TMTC has been a great thing for our industry in California. Good. That's really interesting. And so tell me about, you've been in the industry. I know where you work and the amount of clients that you service and all the things that you've learned as resources and tips for other massage therapists. But tell me, what have you learned 
over the course of your career that you wished you knew at the beginning of your career. So what's your single greatest lesson that you can share with people that are early on in their careers? It may sound cliche, but definitely being in this uh, management space, when people show you who they are, definitely believe them. <laughs> no need to add any judgment or anything like that. Just accept the information and add it to file. Because sometimes when a person calls out, we can kind of try to rationalize it and empathize with it, but we don't have to input all that information and things like that. We kind of need to just take down the facts and just write it down versus like making it a big deal, emotional. It ruins my day that this person called out. Now my books are messed up. Now my couple's massages are messed up. No, just accept the information and move on because there's other things to focus on throughout the day versus this one uncomfortable or not uncomfortable. I feel like that's not the right word. <laughs> frustrating moment. And so instead of dealing with this one frustrating moment, just, just focus on like, okay, that happened. Now we need to move on and call these guests instead of making it a big emotional like disruption to the clinic or spa. It's just one thing that happens in the day and we need to add it to file and move on so that's great that's great advice because you're right sometimes we do take it emotionally and mm -hmm. I think I like when people show you what they are believe them it's funny mm -hmm. because I was interviewing for a spa last week and we're trying to find a really amazing hairstylist and so the person who I thought was going to be amazing didn't show up for her interview. And so I was like, oh, well, hopefully something came up, blah, blah, blah. So I sent her an email and I said, I'm wondering if something came up. We had an interview for whatever time it was. And she sent me an email back and she said, oh, sorry, I got called into work and I forgot to send you a message. Can we set up another meeting for another time? I'm really interested. And so I set up a second meeting with her and like five minutes before that meeting, she sent an email that said something came up and I really wanted her to be the one because she had great experience. She worked at a very reputable salon. And I started kind of making excuses. Well, she's busy and it's COVID and should I give her one more chance? And then just like what you said, when people show you what they are, believe them, I thought to myself, but then when she's an employee, what's going to happen? Exactly. And so I had to put her resume and application into the circular file and move on as disappointing as that is. So that leads me to being a massage therapist and a manager. What are some, so for the spa owners and directors on the call today, I know that a lot of people listening are trying to hire and are struggling with hiring massage therapists. It really seems to be a national issue and a big challenge getting enough massage therapists for some reason right now. When looking for a massage therapist, what are some red flags that you look for if they're gonna be a good fit in the business? And what are some things that you look for to know that they could potentially be superstars? Do you have any tips on that? 
Yes, I have a few. I think to kind of give a more broad, in-depth thing too, I feel like our industry is always looking for those rock stars and amazing people. And we need to kind of nurture and develop a little bit more so that those people just coming out of massage school can be amazing massage therapists in the future. I think we need to do a little bit more investing and get connected with those massage schools so that we can really employ those new grads right away. But I know many of us are like, I just want rock stars. I want good Yelp reviews. I want people to just be amazing and awesome right away. So I don't have to do as much work, but it doesn't (laughs) work that way sometimes. But finding a good fit, I feel like massage therapists are always attracted to the vibe of the spa or clinic, or they're looking for like somewhere beautiful to work, which is, I feel like always important, or they're mostly connected with whoever's interviewing them. So I think building that connection right away and building that rapport right away is so important. Finding superstars and rock stars. I wish I had a secret formula of how to make them, (laughs) but I've actually had a couple people uh, that have been with me over the years that have developed into amazing massage therapists. In the industry, being a massage therapist, they always say like, you need a thousand bodies before you feel like a massage therapist. Like you feel like really connected and familiarized with the body. You need a thousand bodies. So just getting that experience and you have to do the hands-on work, which I think is a little bit more difficult now because a lot of people that are just graduating kind of had to do some online classes or they massage the same body, whoever they were with at home uh, during the shutdowns and things like that. So I think right now it's a really good time to develop people that maybe are lacking some skills. I think we need to check that kind of resource instead of like, oh, I just need someone good to hire. I think the most important thing when hiring is making sure it's a cultural fit. Because I feel like someone who's not a cultural fit can be disruptive the whole space. And I think that would be worse than having a quote unquote bad massage therapist. So I think having someone who's a cultural fit and make sure that the rest of the team is staying on track and productive and they're willing to learn. I feel like that's also another key thing. Because sometimes massage therapists come out of school a little bit as (laughs) know-it-alls. Right, right. I know I hate to say it, but sometimes I do interviews and they'll say, well, I'm right out of school. I'm really sorry. I don't have a lot of experience and I love to hire people right out of school. I mean, if they have a good touch and a good energy and you can feel it, feel like they're disconnected and doing their grocery list while they're massaging in their head, that I think that you can teach them all the skills that they need, as long as they have the good basic massage skills, good energy, willingness to learn, positive attitude, then you can cultivate them and you don't have to break bad habits. Yes, exactly. You get to mold them to how you want to build consistency in your business and how you want them to add value into your uh, space. Right. Absolutely. Well, those are really some great tips, especially for people that are hiring massage therapists, because you made a very good point, which is a lot of times we say we need to hire somebody with a clientele so that they can bring business into my business, or they have to have so much experience. But the beauty is that the people right out of school, if they have the right culture that fits your business, 
you can make them into the rock stars. And so some of the key advice that you would have to investing in the success of your therapist, do you have some tips on how to cultivate them, how to invest in them and how to create rock stars? Uh, Definitely. I think especially since many of them are out of school, are just out of school, they are already in that learning mode. So spending a good amount of time training with them, it doesn't have to be like all day uh, for the first two weeks or something like that. You can have them receiving massages. That's another great way to learn. I know some owners are like, well, that costs me money because I have to pay my service provider. But it's how they learn and how they experience your facility so that they can able to replicate that same experience for somebody else. Because massage therapists are very focused on the client experience and uh, how they feel at the end of their service and how they can add to it with their hands-on massage. Another way to build culture, massage therapists love food. <laughs> so buying them <laughs> any food is uh, amazing. Getting to know them and really building that connection. I think that's going to be the game changer for a lot of people. Because I know a lot of managers or owners just spend a lot of time in the office doing paperwork because there is the paperwork to do. But building that connection and really uh, infusing your culture and your vision into your team is so key and so important because they need to be able to see where they're going in their career through you. And you need to share your vision so they can hop on board and be a part of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love, love, love that. Tell me, Jay Marie, what have you considered to be one of your greatest resources as you've gone through your career and how did it help you? So if you've never been in management or you're a massage therapist thinking about hiring as the next step or you're stepping into that leadership role and you have no idea where to start because the internet and looking up leadership can spiral. <laughs> so a really great book and a quick read is The One Minute Manager. And I think it kind of really puts into perspective a lot of things that we need to focus on as managers, because there is a lot of things in the day to day that you can get lost in. There's always inventory and things like that, or a payroll or managing appointments. So I think reading The One Minute Manager helps you stay focused on what is important. That's a great resource and not to get lost in the Mm day-to-day. Don't miss the opportunities really because you're sunk in the day-to-day operation and letting yourself spiraling out of control or spiraling into a stress state because it's so busy (laughs) and you have so much to do. And you're doing the payroll and the marketing and you're managing a team and don't get lost in the day to day and and just step back and remember that we're all people working with other people in the service of people and that we all need to treat each other as people, individual people that We want to know their goals and their aspirations and how we can help them achieve them. And I think like what you said, by being invested in your team, they're going to in turn invest in your business. Exactly. Exactly. So what would you say is a common misconception about say massage therapists or our industry 
in general? A common misconception about massage therapists is that we're inconsistent and flaky. (laughs) That may be like a kind of red flag for some people. I think some people are inconsistent and flaky, but that's just people in general. Part of being human is we're a little messy. We're not robots that if you enter formula and spit out the same response, things happen. But I think it can change over time. And I think people are at different stages in our lives. But having responsibility and being consistent in the massage therapist industry shouldn't be like a gold standard. I would prefer that it's more consistent. But I think it comes from us not connecting or feeling the right energy or vibe for the people we're working for. I think that's where it really stems from. Because I mean, we have to have consistently when we're going to massage school, when we're going through our massage program, we have to show up consistently. So I don't know if it's that really, I think it's just, you know, easier to dismiss that we're inconsistent and flaky. But I think it's more of like we're not connecting or not feeling the right energy from a place of employment. And so let's dive deeper into that a little bit. So for our owners and directors that are listening, if we want to have a kind of culture that invests in our employees, do you have any tips on where to start to create the kind of culture that inspires your teams? But I would meet with them regularly, like one-on-one, just pull them aside and just be like, hey, how are you? I just want to check in on you. I feel like that's going to make a world of difference. I know we're all super busy and we have payroll pending, inventory orders to order and everything else and meeting with everyone. But just pull an employee aside that it's kind of being a little inconsistent or maybe arriving a minute or two late and just be like, hey, are you okay? What's going on? Not to add any judgment or anything like that. I just want to check in with you and stuff like that. I feel like that's going to be a huge game changer because when you show up for them, they show up for you. I love that. When you show up for them, they show up for you. I got to write that down the next time you're talking so I don't forget it. So let me ask you this. What would you consider, Jay Marie, as one of the greatest things that you've learned in your career that you want to share with others? One thing that I've learned in my career that I want to share with others is uh, that there are many career opportunities for us massage therapists. We don't have to leave the industry due to injury or searching for quote unquote stability. We all don't have to end up like accountants or a banker or something like that to get more consistent work. I feel like there's so many avenues for us. We can either move into leadership roles because I feel like massage therapists are the leaders that other massage therapists need. And it also brings an added dynamic to other leadership roles when you're a massage therapist that becomes lead therapist or owner and things like that. So I think it's definitely important to search more avenues other than going to like street to like accounting or banking, or I have to leave because I'm injured. And I think it's important for us to think ahead and not be a one-trick pony and just doing all the massages we can all the time. I think we need to start being a little bit more future-paced and thinking about 
how we can progress in our careers. So I think so many of us feel stuck and stagnant just being a massage therapist. I remember uh, one time in my career, I was like, gosh, I feel like this is the like 10 millionth leg I massage today. And I was just going through the motions and I was like, I need to do something. I need a, a break from this. I think I need to step away for a second. So I think I was definitely a little burnt out and I kind of need to, to reevaluate what was my next step when you're massaging and you're like, I think, who is this person? And you're like lost in your thoughts during that massage. You're kind of losing focus of why you became a massage therapist, which is to help one person as much as you can at one time. I love that. And when you, I know when we spoke initially and we talked about the one trick pony, I love that. I remember writing <laughs> that down in my notes then, and I wrote it down again now. And that is such great advice. Now, I know I said that was our last question, but it made me think a follow-up question, which is what would be your advice for someone who's a massage therapist, whether they're in a solo practice or they're a massage therapist at clinic or day spa or resort spa for that matter, that wants to grow in their career, what are some steps that they could take towards that direction? Plenty of things to read on the internet regarding leadership, but I feel like a lot of regular or standard leadership techniques don't apply to massage therapists or the spa industry. Trying to get your massage therapist to understand KPIs or other metrics that they're like, I don't know what this percentage means and I don't know why I have to do this. So I'm actually offering a one-on-one -on -one coaching that's massage therapists moving into leadership roles and I teach them how to shift from an employee or just massage therapist mindset to leadership mindset. And I teach them how to step into that role. I share some how-to how tools and sharing my mistakes so that they don't have to make them themselves. And I also teach them how to execute and be a leader or be a CEO or be a boss. So that leads me to Jay Marie. How can people get in touch with you? Tell me how to find you online, on Facebook, on Instagram, Give us the rundown on where and how people can find you to connect with you. I post a lot of free, valuable content on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram name is mtspalcoach. My website is mtspalcoach.com as well. I'm accepting applications now for uh, coaching clients. And I share stuff about culture and why to upgrade for 30 minutes. So even if you're just a massage therapist now, I share a little bit tips and tricks on how to increase your sales, gift card sales, and other key metrics you can track on your own if you're a solo practitioner as well. Like you should track your rebookings, your overall revenue, your gift cards or gift certificate sales, and other tips like that. I think that's great. Not to worry. You don't need to worry about writing this all down. In the show notes, we're going to have Jay Marie's contact details, as well as links to her website and social media so that you can connect with her. And I know sometimes it's overwhelming. And if you're running your own business and you're feeling sometimes run down, you feel like your body's starting to break down after being a massage therapist for many, many years, and you want to be able to grow in your career. I've seen so many massage therapists go back to school and be estheticians, and then they become dual therapists. 
I've seen them grow into lead positions, managers, supervisors, and spa directors. If you want to open your own spa and you're a massage therapist now working for a spa and your dream is to open your own spa, I know Jamie will help you find the resources and tools to be successful by showing you baby steps that you can take step-by-step step to reach those goals that you want. So you don't have to be a one-trick pony. You can be future-paced. I love that. Be future-paced and have a goal and know where you're going, but then let Jay Marie as a coach help you put that in a plan of action because we're not all naturally born business people and entrepreneurs. So you That's can put- so you can put a plan into action and have actionable steps that you can work towards with a coach so that when you're ready to take that big step, it won't be so scary. So if I had to ask you, Jay Marie, your one last bit of advice for our audience, what would be your one last tidbit of advice before we say goodbye? When you're feeling frustrated and stuck, don't stay stuck. Start doing things, anything moving, brainstorming, writing it down, the answer will come to you. And leadership is an amazing avenue for your next step in your career, but it's not for everyone, like you said. And sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't. And sometimes it's something we just have to discover that we're capable of doing within ourselves. Because uh, not everyone thinking that, oh, that's the next step in my career. Sometimes it kind of just happens where you're a massage therapist that's really booked and busy, maybe a month or two out. And you're like, what do I do? I can't just keep having to wait, wait list people. So your next step would be, now I have to hire. How do I hire? What do I do? What do I say? And that's kind of where I help. But definitely if you feel stuck or stagnant in your career, know it's not the end of the world and you can stay in the spa industry and you don't have to feel that way for much longer. Just You have to uh, let the answer come to you. That's great. That's such great advice. Thank you so much, Jay Marie. I know you're super busy and you're joining us bright and early from California. So thank you so much for hopping on with the Spa Hive audience today. We're so excited to continue to follow MT Spa Coach and see how you're helping massage therapists around the country be more successful, find the tools and resources that they need. Thank you again for joining us today. Thanks for joining us today. Be sure to check out our new episodes each Monday and our quick tip series every Friday. In the meantime, if you'd like to connect with us, join our free online spa community. Head on over to Facebook, search Spa Hive Professional Community and join me, our Spa Hive board, and over 500 other spa, wellness, and hospitality professionals there.